Doctrine and Devotion is sponsored by our friends at Media Gradier. Media Gradier is a small nonprofit ministry that makes amazing documentaries and multimedia Bible studies. This week, we want to tell you all about their project, Puritan, All of Life to the Glory of God, the Deluxe Edition box set. Stay tuned for more details, but if you can't wait, just head on over to themeansofgrace.org and go get that bad boy. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Happy Thanksgiving, boo-boo. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. Yeah. That's how's a good your day, day going? Well, uh, how is this day going, or how is my Thanksgiving day Let's go going? with Thanksgiving day. All right, so normally we have between 25 and 35 people at our house mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. Um but since half my family keeps dying, that's not happening. Uh, we're, we're down to like I don't know how, I don't know how few. But um, you know, my brother overdosed, and then uh, you know, my mom passed. So, and uh, but it's a good time. Now, normally it's also large because we have we just invite a bunch of people over who don't mm-hmm. have anywhere to go. But since my wife had to have surgery on her on her owie on her shoulder and her arms in a sling, and she mm-hmm. can only use one arm, which still makes her. 150% more productive than me yep. with both of my arms, even in this, her current state. Uh, it's, it's, it's not going to be that big this year. So I don't even know how many is going to be there, but uh, you know, it's, I'm looking forward to it. Not sure how it's going to work out, but uh, so know. what, uh, what are you making? Oh, uh, Jen's still making everything. I'm so, just going to be putting it into the oven. She'll be like, I'll put that in the oven and I'll put it in the oven. And mm. she'll pull that out of the oven. I'll pull it out of the oven, but she's got one arm. She can do all the, like the basting. All basting stuff. Is that, the, is that the sound that I makes think so? I'm not usually around to, to see it or hear it. You're not anything. usually around? No, or usually. Yeah, whichever e- one you're e- either <laughs> Either one. So, but I love Thanksgiving. Mm. It's, a, it's a good time. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. What about you? What will you be doing on Thanksgiving? I'll be down in Atlanta. What's in Atlanta? I got family down uh, outside Alpharetta. What family? My family. I got family down. Okay, well, you're, most of your family's here. So, what family? Yeah, my dad's side of the family. Like, what's well, so like? Like cousins or uncles or what? What do you got? Uh, his cousins and uncles. Oh my gosh, that's not even family. Your dad's cousin is not family to you. Uh, yeah, that's, that's so like, we're all going. I don't know what that is, but uh, that's that doesn't count. Yeah, cousin. Wait, is it your dad's cousin? It's his his uncle. His uncle's. So his uncle, ex-wife's roommate. Nope, uncle. That's, that's like, his his uncle, his aunt, and his cousins live mm, there. Okay, so your dad's uncle. Yes. Your dad's dad's brother. Yes. Yeah, that ain't nothing to you. That don't count. Why are you going down there? You never go down there for Thanksgiving. I know, because they always come up. But uh, Uncle Tony is dying of cancer. And so we figured oh. figured we all go. So we're all heading down. Grandma as well. And yeah. Dad, yeah. Well, you can be thankful that you don't have cancer, I guess. That's uh, yeah, thing. yeah. So he's, he's <laughs> not doing well. Thank you for, for uh, asking. <laughs> You're a horrible. You, you you want me to start talking about the stuff that you, you are say? A horrible you person. you want me to start sharing you know, the stuff that you say? I want you to know mm-hmm. that we'll probably be there. And he's 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 a devout Roman Catholic. Okay, so, so he's not a listener to this podcast then. But I almost guarantee he will probably listen today oh. because my dad always likes to talk up our podcast. Oh, the Doctrine and Devotion podcast. Yep. Yeah. Well, so hey man. what would you like to say? Stop praying for dead people. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> we just covered that. We just covered that in the previous episode. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's the first thing that popped into my head. Love you, Uncle Tony. Hey, Uncle Tony. I hope you have a really good Thanksgiving with Jimmy. Thanks for stealing away from me. So I've you know 
less friends around. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what would he mean? I would. I never even. I'd never go to your house for Thanksgiving. Other people have. I know, I've invited so you that, to come over so and smoke. That, yeah, I know. So what, why are you saying? But it, it's always a shot. Always a shot that you could come over. No, it's never a shot. Of course it's a shot. It's never a shot. You know why? Because you, you have good food. In, in your head, in your head, you've got like, it's a shot. No, it's, For possi- me, it's, in the, it's possible. You think in my head, it's an impossibility. No, with God, all things are possible, Jimmy. <laughs> Boom. No, like, it's like I, won't, I won't mention his name. <clears throat> but there's a former member who um, is now on staff at a church in Aurora. So I won't mention his name. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a local guy. Mm-hmm. And um, like, I ah, just say, uh, uh, just call, rhymes with I don't know, mint. Come, come, Jim Sniff. Jim Sniff. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but he would have to go to his relative's house and uh, for Thanksgiving, and the cooking was bad. And uh, so he would get over there and just kind of like pick at the plate. And he's like, all right, I'm going over to Joe's. And then he would come over and mm. we have some food and smoke cigars in the garage. But uh, not this year. Well, all right, I'm going to miss you. And when, yeah, yeah. When, when are you leaving? I leave Tuesday morning. Good grief. You're what? all the time. <laughs> Tuesday morning. I think oh, I, I, I think I come back Saturday or Sunday. Well, to to get into Thanksgiving and to encourage people, all we wanted to do today was to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving by reading some selections from a sermon. By our man, John Flavel Flav. Ooh, Flavel Flav. Let's do this. Yeah. Now, this is a, a, based on a sermon called The Seaman's Return. Okay. And so, uh, this was common, right? Because the way that people uh, made it across the Atlantic was by ship exclusively. And uh, and that kind of a voyage, anytime, whether they were fishermen or, or making the full trek across, mm-hmm. uh, you, you make that. You get back. You are thankful. You are grateful. And so oh, there yeah. are a lot of sermons recorded. George Whitfield did this as well, uh, where they would call these men to um, acts of praise and gratitude in light of a safe return. And thanks, of course, Thanksgiving is... Uh, is runs throughout scripture. I mean, mm-hmm. I think of Psalm 107 verse one, Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his steadfast love endures forever. I mean, that's one of those verses that comes to my mind. Yeah. Philippians four, six, do not be anxious about anything, but everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, mm-hmm. let your request be made known to God. Love that. How about Ephesians five twenty? give thanks always and for everything to God, the father in the name of our Lord, Jesus Christ. Boom. <laughs> I got you. Colossians three fifteen. One upper. Yep. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body, and be thankful. All right. Well, I could I could list a hundred more, but I'm not going to. Okay, just uh, uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm five good. more. You just know, five I, more. We got a lot to cover here, Jimmy. So I'm just gonna Four go more. ahead. <laughs> Two more. So here is the doctrine. One more. Here's the doctrine that Flavel um, articulates for um, uh, for the hearers of this sermon. Now, listen. We're reading Flavel. We've only pulled some selections here, so I'm not going to read everything. But here is part of his doctrine. He says that it is the special duty of seamen when God returns them to their habitations in peace, thankfully to acknowledge and bless his name for all the preservations and mercies that they have received from his hand. These are mercies indeed, which are obtained from God by prayer and return to him again by praise. Mm. Yeah, I love this, right? Mercies uh, obtained by God and by prayer returned in praise. That's And that's a theme that you're going to hear throughout this whole sermon. It says, uh, he goes on to say, when we have received our mercies, God expects his praises. Woo! Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's so good, right? I know, I know, I know. After the psalmist had opened the hazards and fears of semen upon the stormy ocean and the goodness of God and bringing them to their desired haven, Psalm 107, verse 30, he presently calls upon them for this duty. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. 
So this is the fundamental calling, right? In light of God's mercies, mm -hmm. you should respond in praise. So what what Flavel does here is he gives us six principles, right? Six principles that uh, the thankful that should be true of the thankful person, right? Yeah. So I'll read you the first one. All right, go. The thankful person must be an observer of the mercies he has received. Flavel says, this is the fundamental duty. Where no observations of mercies have been made, no praises for them can be returned. God was never honored by his unobserved mercies. When David had opened the providences of God to the several degrees and orders of men in various administrations and called upon them distinctly to praise God for them, he adds in the close of all, whoso is wise and will observe these things, even they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord from Psalm 107.43. It is God's charge against Israel. She did not know that I gave her corn and wine and oil and multiplied her silver from Hosea chapter 2 verse 8, i.e. she did not observe and take notice of these mercies as coming from my hand, but only looked at the next cause. Thus it is with many, Flavel says, they think not upon their own mercies. Others can observe them, but they cannot. They can quickly observe what troubles befall them, but take little notice of their own mercies. Such men can never be thankful. And the idea mm. is you receive so many blessings, yep. so many kindnesses, right? There's so much to be thankful for. And Flavel is saying, you are so accustomed to just looking at the immediate cause, you don't know the ultimate cause. Like, oh, okay, so, oh, I got a bonus today. I got a bonus check. It's it's coming up on Christmas season, Thanksgiving bonus time. Mm -hmm. right? Oh, wow, that's great. My, you might just think, oh, I have a generous boss, or I have a boss that observed how hard I work, and you don't think beyond that. You don't think that, no, it is God who gives good gifts to his children, and I should be thankful to him for this. A thankful mm. person must be an observer of the mercies that he has received. And I think part of this, too, is like such men can never be thankful. Like, I think there are, I think there's an attitude for people that, that mm. almost feel like I kind of deserved this. Are you but, saying that we should have an attitude of, of gratitude? gratitude? Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. I like it. All right, number two. Uh, the thankful person must consider God's mercies in their natures, degrees, seasons, and manner of conveyance. Mm -hmm. So Flavel says, there is much of God's glory and our comfort lost for want of this. The works of the Lord are great, mm -hmm. sought out of all them that have pleasure therein, Psalm 111, 2. And indeed, there is no employment in all the world that yields more pleasure to a gracious soul than the Anatomizing, anatomizing, anatomizing me. <laughs> Wait, say it again. Anatomizing of providence doth how sweet it is to observe the mutual respects, coincidences, and introductive occasions of our mercies. Right. Every minute circumstance hath its weight and value here. He hath little pleasure in his meat that swallows it whole mm. without chewing. Oh, that's so good. That is really good. As food guys, like we're like, yeah. Yeah, you want to, like when you and I get that barrel and rye salad, oh, you get the salmon, I get the, I get the steak. Yep. And it's cooked perfectly. Absolutely. And perfect. you don't wolf it down. Nope. You chew it to savor it, yep. to understand all that has been put into that salad, right? Mm -hmm. So that's it. When, when, when you do receive uh, these blessings and, and, and God's mercies, you should be looking at it and just and being thankful, taking it in and taking it in slowly, yeah. observing the entirety of it. Um, Looking at, I think Joe, as Joe was talking about, even in the pro, the previous one, looking at it kind of big picture wise, mm -hmm. and so just not rushing through to the next, but enjoying the moment that and being thankful for the moment that you have. You know, it's like um, 
like you said, taking it in, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, that requires you to take your time to actually think and meditate on the mercies of God, you know, to, for every little thing, right? I, I know when, <clears throat> I know when a baby is born to a family, um, and we know nurses, NICU nurses and all of that. And like, they'll tell you like, Hey, there are a lot of complications. Mm-hmm. You should not assume that your baby's just going to pop out and be fine. Like there yeah. are, you know, it's, it's a delicate situation in a fallen world. And so when somebody does receive their, their children, they're first just grateful to hear that baby cry. They're so grateful. They're so yeah. thankful, right? Initially, like this is the immediate response. And then they, they're increasingly grateful, like, wow, uh, the baby can see, the baby can hear, right? The, and, and so for every aspect of, in the birth of that child, there are opportunities to be grateful as they consider the mercies of God in all of its degrees. Mm-hmm. Number three, Flavel says, the thankful person must duly estimate and value his mercies. It is impossible that man can be thankful for mercies he little, he little esteems. Mm. Israel could not praise God for that angel's food, which he had fed them whilst they despised it in saying, but now our soul is dried away. There is nothing at all besides this manna before our eyes from Numbers 11. And surely it shows the great corruption of our nature that those things which should raise the value of mercies with us cause us the more to slight them. Yet thus it falls out. The commonness of our long continuance of mercies with us, which should endear them the more and every day increase our obligation to God, causes them to seem but cheap and small things. And therefore doth God so often threaten them, yea, and remove them, that their worth and excellency may be thereby acknowledged. In other words, Familiarity can breed contempt. Oh, yeah. You can be so accustomed to God's kindness and his generosity to you that you no longer think it a great thing. You no longer think it a beautiful thing. You no longer think it it a gift that you are unworthy of. You just sort of begin to feel like an entitled, presumptuous person. Of course, God's going to give me this Mm -hmm. because I want it, because I need it, or because I deserve it. The thankful person estimates and values those mercies in such a way that they are thrilled Mm. And then thankfulness pours forth. And one of the things that Flavel brings out here is that when we get into a place where we are finding God's mercies to be cheap and small, he will sometimes threaten to and ultimately just remove them so that we appreciate them all the more. Oh, exactly. And so continue on with Flavel here. Uh, He does kind of go off on a tangent here. Mm -hmm. um, In the sermon? In the sermon here about what you should really be thankful for. Mm -hmm. Uh, So one of the things Flavel Flavel Flav says uh, that's really important uh, that if you are thankful and you want to be gracious and give praise to God, give praise to God Mm. uh, is that all this month, uh, Doctrine and Devotion has been sponsored by Media Gratia. That's right. And it's a small nonprofit, yet Gratia, small nonprofit ministry that makes great, uh, incredible documentaries and multimedia Bible studies. And this, we want to tell you all about uh, the project Puritan, all of life to the glory of God, the deluxe edition box set. So it's a great on-ramp for Christians who maybe aren't familiar with the Puritans to begin to interact with them and to uh, make them want to pick up a book and dig in and to go deeper. The package mm-hmm. includes six DVDs, uh, a feature-length documentary, lots of special features, 35 Sunday School lessons uh, on Puritan biographies and Puritan themes. There's a workbook for the lessons. Uh, there's a beautiful cloth-bound book from Joel Beakey and Michael Reeves. Posters, postcards, etc. It goes 
on. Man, the film in, uh, features a bunch of people that you know, Al Mohler, Conrad Mabiwe, Jeff Thomas, Gloria Furman. I'm not going to list them all. You guys know uh, all of these people. Legan Duncans is mm. in there, Mark Dever. Uh, now, there are lessons in there as well by some of the people that I've listed uh, and others like Michael Haken and Mark Jones and Jason Meyer. Uh, and there's even a session introducing a 17th century particular Baptist covenant theology by Jeremy Walker. Now, this set you would think it's really, I, honestly, I would expect it to be more. They, they, they sell this thing typically for 150 bucks. Now, right now it's available for Media Gradier for just 115 if you go mm. to the Means of Grace. But, you know, our sponsors take care of our listeners. Oh, yes. They get that discount code. Using the discount code DEVO, D-E-V-O. And what do they get, Jimmy? An additional $10 off the already reduced deluxe edition box set, taking it from 150 to 105 that's like what's that like like seventy five percent off or something? Stop it! It's like seventy five percent. Stop. stop. <laughs> On average, average. one hundred and fifty to one hundred five. That's almost like eighty percent off. That's not that, but it's no. a lot though. No, it's no. a lot. It, it, it's a good. It's a real. That yeah. is a really good. So they've also got soft goods, t shirts, and whatnot. You want to go over there and check it out now. Back to our man Flavel. Mm. Flavel says number four: the thankful person must faithfully record God's mercies. Ooh. I love this. Love it. From Psalm 103, verse 2, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Forgotten mercies bear no fruit. A bad memory, in this case, makes a barren heart and life. I'm going to read that again because that's so good. Forgotten mercies bear no fruit. A bad memory, in this case, makes a barren heart and life. I confess the mercies of God are... Such a multitude that a memory of brass cannot retain them. Quote, but as for me, I will come into thy house in the multitude of thy mercy, saith David. They are called showers of blessing in Ezekiel 34. And as it is impossible to recount all our mercies, so it is impossible to number the drops of rain that fall in a shower. Nevertheless, it hath been the pious care and endeavor of the people of God to preserve and perpetuate his mercies by using all the helps to memory that they could. Therefore, they have kept registers. They have edited psalms to bring these things to remembrance. Um, they have denominated places from where mercies were received. He says, thankful souls have striven to recognize their mercies that God might not lose the praise or themselves the comfort of them. Ooh. In other words, if you are receiving an abundance of God's mercies, which you are, mm -hmm. then you should record them, write them down, share them, testify. You should find ways of remembering them so that praise continues to go forth. And so like, whereas, you know, Israel of old would set up monuments, they, they, would, they would set up these remembrances and we can do that as well. One of the things that Jen and I did early on in our marriage, is we had a prayer book and we would write down prayer requests in red or black. I forget which way it was. Let's say it was prayer requests in black and then we would write the answers to those prayers, whatever they were, in red. Mm -hmm. And so you can go through those early years and see like here was our need and here's how God responded. And that book is very precious to us. Find ways to record and remember all of God's mercies. That's what a thankful person does. Number five, the thankful person must be suitably affected mm -hmm. with the mercies he receives. It is not speculative, but an affectionate remembrance that becomes us. Then God hath his glory when the sense of his mercies melts our hearts into holy joy, love, and admiration. Thus David sits down before the Lord like a man astonished at his goodness to him. 
Quote, and what can David say more? For thou, Lord, knowest thy servant. Second mm. Samuel 7. The mercies of God have made the saints' hearts leap for joy within them. Quote, thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy works. Therefore, I will triumph in the works of thy hands. Mm. Psalm 92, 4. Mercies are not mercies. Deliverances are not deliverances to us. If we that receive them are not glad of them. Ugh. That's so good. So, yeah, I mean, if you're receiving these mercies, there should be that proportionate response back, yeah. right? It should do something within us, like melt our hearts into holy joy, love, and admiration. You know, you, you, you see guys that and, and girls that are overwhelmed with gratitude, right? Mm-hmm. You can see tears on their cheeks or, uh, you know, these, these, this, they'll, they'll run and hug somebody when they're grateful. You know, the, the, the fireman or the cop that rescues a, mm-hmm. a child and the parent runs and just embraces that civil servant, right? Like they are so thankful. And that's because they're feeling it, right, in their hearts. I love that. I love that idea that a thankful person is affected deeply, truly um, by it. And that last line, uh, they're not mercies, uh, they're not deliverances to us if we are not glad of them. They mm. become something small then. Number six, the thankful person must order his conversation, that is his life. The thankful person must order his conversation suitably to the engagements that his mercies have put him under. When we have said all, Flavel says, it is the life of the thankful that is the very life of thankfulness. Obedience and service are the only real manifestations of gratitude. Whosoever offers praise glorifies me, and to him that orders his conversation aright, I will show the salvation of God, from Psalm 50. Set down this for an everlasting truth, that God was never praised and honored by an abused mercy. So the thankful person orders his life in response to the mercies. Mm. Gratitude should beget godliness. That's the bottom line. And Calvin, we've, we, we talk about this, I go here a lot. Because it was such an enlightening uh, piece of wisdom that John Calvin distilled from Scripture, that it is thankfulness or gratitude that ultimately curbs our abuse of God's gifts Mm. or the neglect of His gifts. If you're truly grateful, you don't abuse it, you don't overindulge, you don't hoard it for yourself. If you're grateful for the gift... Godliness is the consequence, so you share, you appreciate. All of these things begin to fall into place. Mm. He goes on to say, He that is truly thankful will say as David, What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits? From Psalm 116. We then glorify God with his mercies when we employ them to right ends, when we thankfully take our own share of comfort from them, receiving them with thanksgiving as from the hand of a father. Use all God's mercies with thankfulness. God will remember them in fury who forget him in his favors. Mm. It's a hard word. Yep. And Flavel says, and think not what God bestows upon you is holy for your own use. But honor God with your mercies by clothing the naked and feeding the hungry, especially such as are godly. This is a due improvement of your estates. Thus, you may make to yourselves friends of the mammon of unrighteousness. Ah, how little do we consider what praise, what glory we may occasion from others this way to the name of God. Thus honor the Lord with your substance. Look upon all you have as your master's talents for which you must give an account. Use and employ them for God that you may give up your account with joy. Then you will show yourselves thankful indeed. Thus you see 
what is included in real thankfulness. Oh, it is another matter than we take it to be. These are just selections from, yeah. from the sermon, but you get the idea, right? There is so much for us to be thankful for. And yeah, Thanksgiving, this holiday, and I know there are reasons to debate it and you know, people get you know, amped up about it. But fundamentally, what we really are calling one another to do here is to look for every possible occasion we have to express gratitude to God for his mercies. And so we think about family, we think about friends, maybe you think about your church, maybe you think about the authors that you have read, mm-hmm. God's sovereign providential kindnesses that have that have spared your life or given you opportunity to flourish. You ought to be able to write them down. You ought to be able to fill a book up with God's mercies. And it's probably a good idea to start doing that if you haven't, because the record will then give you fuel to give praise to God. I'm, I'm thankful for this. And uh, we want to encourage you guys to, uh, we'll link to some some Flavel so you can get your own Flavel on if mm. you're eager. But uh, hey, you know what? It's Thanksgiving. If you're listening to Doc and Devo on Thanksgiving Day, we'd love to hear you what you are thankful for. Right, So, Jimmy, if they want to express what they're grateful for and they want to extol the mercies of God on social media and join us in this conversation, how do they do it? You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, drfoshit.com, that you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, joefostore.com, and grab some gear. Fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Later. Later.